This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770. Now, we're well aware of this lawsuit that the government has launched. It's not strictly speaking against the the power companies per se, but um, the, the government is going to court to try to declare this provision null and void a provision that allows power companies to get out of these lengthy power purchase arrangements if changes to government policy make those arrangements more unprofitable. Now, I guess we've got the double whammy right now of lower power prices and coming changes to the carbon levy that are going to make those arrangements, again, more unprofitable. The government has maintained that we're facing potential losses of $2 billion dollars to the balancing pool if we uh, allow this to go ahead. There was a study, of course, last month from the University of Calgary uh, that finds that that number is probably closer to $600 million. In the meantime, though, I think there are a lot of concern uh, has been expressed about the potential impact of this lawsuit and what it's going to mean for investment in Alberta. And what about the balancing pool itself? The Alberta party out with some uh, new numbers today. Uh, that finds that uh, the balancing pool itself may be facing bankruptcy by the end of the year. And that rather than pursue this lawsuit, the government needs to focus on resolving this problem. Joining us on the line is Alberta Party Leader Greg Clark. Mr. Clark, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for making some time for us here. So uh, talk a bit about uh, what you found then and, and what it means. Well, we did uh, some research on the balancing pools at last two annual reports, uh, and we found that uh, their board of directors uh, passed a, a resolution on uh, April 1st of 2016 uh, saying they're going to start to liquidate all of their financial assets uh, to help pay the bills. So what the balancing pool does is it acts as, a, as an intermediary, a go-between, uh, that uh, if, uh, if, if power purchase agreements are in a profitable position, which they have been, for uh, many, many, many years, they will return that as a dividend to Albertans and a credit on their electricity bill. And the balancing pool is the legal mechanism by which that happens. Now, because of the uh, the NDP's policy, poor policy choices and uh, and lower electricity prices, uh, the balancing pool has been in a in a deficit position uh, for uh, the last uh, the last uh, number of uh, months going on years. And, and as a result, the uh, the surplus they had uh, banked is now uh, quickly dwindling uh, and that's going to have to switch uh, either to, uh, to to a zero amount on our, our electricity bills or much more likely uh, a charge uh, on our credit on our electricity bills I have to say it's curious to me that they haven't switched it to a charge yet I wonder what's uh, whether whether that's uh, that's coming uh, but if it doesn't in the next two months uh, based on our analysis of uh, the publicly available information uh, the balance goes out of money and then flat broke and then where does that leave us well, that's the question. This is, as far as I know, totally unprecedented. Uh, and I wonder if the NDs uh, even have any understanding of how uh, what the implications of this are. Uh, like there no lawsuit in the first place, the only people who win here are the lawyers. Uh, so I think what we see is probably a bunch of lawsuits flying around uh, between uh, the power purchase agreement owners, the balancing pool, the government. But at the end of the day, it's Albertans who are on the hook for this, uh, and it's a result of the NDP's very poor policy choices. Now, the NDP is maintaining that we, we need to stop these these PPAs from being terminated because of what it's going to cost the balancing pool isn't part of what they're arguing is that they are trying to protect 
the balancing pool's bottom line. See, what they don't understand is the people who run the balancing pool are experts at the electricity uh, uh, industry and the electricity market in Alberta. Uh, so had the NDP instead of, of, uh, of, of suing uh, power purchase agreement uh, holders and, and uh, city-owned uh, utilities like NMAX, uh, essentially the government suing itself, uh, they could have allowed the experts at the balancing pool to run the power purchase agreements as economically as possible. And what they would have done is canceled one or two of them. Uh, and the remainder, they would have done their best to recoup as much as they possibly could by bidding electricity into the market at a, at a fair rate. Uh, so the $2 billion number that the, uh, the NDs are throwing around is just absolute fantasy. It's simply not true. Uh, you see, uh, economists Trevor Tome and Andrew Leach have done uh, some work saying it's probably a quarter of that or pretend potentially less. Uh, so, you know, they, they should have uh, a bit the bullet and, and allowed the balancing pool to run these uh, power purchase agreements as economically as possible, it would have saved taxpayers a huge amount of money. But more than that, it would have maintained faith in Alberta's uh, investment climate. Uh, because really what this has done is it's frozen a whole bunch of investment from, from uh, investors in all sorts of areas who look at Alberta and go, well, wait a minute, is this some sort of banana republic? Uh, can we trust that the government's not simply going to arbitrarily change the rules somewhere down the road. And, and the answer for a lot of investors is we can't trust that the NDP won't change the rules. That's probably the biggest impact that this has, and that has a massive in- impact on our economy and on investment in Alberta. Now, have any of these PPAs already been transferred back to the balancing pool? Well, again, our, our, our friends in the, in the legal community are, are, uh, are debating that right now. So the, uh, there was uh, a power purchase agreement for the Battle River 5 uh, plant, which was uh, returned by NMAX, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the question is uh, whether uh, – so the, the balancing pool had accepted that. Uh, uh, as I understand it, there's some discussion right now and that, about whether or not – in fact, that is part of the lawsuit – the government arguing, no, they should not have actually accepted it or they did not actually accept it. So that, I think, is the first step of this uh, of this legal process. Uh, and then there's five more that have, uh, based on the same provision in the contract, uh, have been uh, submitted to be returned. Uh, but as far as I know, have not yet been evaluated by the balancing pool as to whether or not they would accept them. All right. But it's, it, it seems clear then, uh, as you see it, that, that this lawsuit isn't helping anything. Oh, it's hurting tremendously. There's, there's no question. And I, I have to think that the NDP uh, have perhaps started to realize they're in over their heads on this one. And, and my real criticism of them on this, this issue is they've looked at it through a political lens. I think that they, uh, the, the, the people in the premier's office and their strategic brain trust said, gee, Albertans will thank us for standing up to these big electricity companies. Uh, and uh, that'll look good for us politically, not even considering the knock-on effect of uh, lack of investor confidence and i wonder if they're scrambling now to go geez how do we unring this bell uh you know and the fact is they can they can simply drop the lawsuit they can allow the balancing pool to run those ppas uh as economically as possible uh as to, to cut the losses to albertans uh and uh create some stability in the marketplace so investors are willing to invest again in alberta and create as we see from the jobs report this morning badly badly needed jobs in alberta well and they made a big show of announcing the lawsuit although it seems to have gone so somewhat quiet on that front. If, if nothing else, do they need to respond to, to this, uh, this, this data you've released today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I want to see their plan for how they're going to avoid the balancing pool uh, going bankrupt uh, potentially within 60 days. Uh, and, and I would hope that this is not news to them. It would be frightening, frankly, if it is. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, I'd like to know exactly what their plan is to make sure the balancing pool does not go bankrupt. 
Indeed. Well, we await an answer. Uh, Greg Clark, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate this. You bet, Rob. Anytime. All right. That's uh, Greg Clark, leader of the Alberta Party. Uh, well, and uh, what would be a pretty significant development if indeed that, that comes to fruition. And so this is using publicly available information. Uh, but crunching these numbers, the Alberta Party has calculated the balancing pool could be out of money by the end of this year. Okay, so what's the government going to do about it? Seems the, the lawsuit is not helping anything. In fact, it might be making things a, a whole lot worse. So the government, it seems, has, has gone rather silent on this lawsuit. I think the last we heard was uh, Notley making reference to it during that uh, rah-rah speech at the Unifor conference in Ottawa. But how are they going to address this? What are they going to do about it? Uh, I do think they need to respond. We'll see if they do. Uh, all right. Uh, still to come on the program, uh, a bit later on today, we're uh, going to get an update on the hearing today of the Canadian Judicial Council reviewing the future of Justice Robin Camp and a very remorseful Justice Camp on the stand today, talking about the mistakes he made in that now infamous 2014 ruling in a sexual assault case and what he's learned since then. But still, I, I think we lack an understanding of, of how he made those mistakes in the first place. And it raises some troubling questions, I think, about the, the judges that are on the bench. And I say judges, plural. How well they understand the law. Or in particular, uh, the law around sexual assault in this country. So we'll get an update on that later today. Christy Blatchford from the National Post set to join us. Uh, she's in town covering this hearing. Uh, when we come back, though, from the 1 o'clock news, we're going to talk about something that, uh, as I say, uh, very important to Canadians. Uh, our daily uh, caffeine intake and how much coffee we drink as Canadians. It's pretty significant when you compare us to other countries. Uh, so then Charlebois from the University of Guelph is going to join us. Uh, we'll get into that coming up uh, in a few minutes. Uh, before we get to the 1 o'clock news, though, it is time now for Great Ideas. Brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.